Good morning. Great morning. How are you doing today? I'm great, Bobby. Thank you for having me today. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Now, just to let you know, if by any chance, because this internet is going to act stupid, um, if you get cut out, just relax. I'll resend you the link, and we'll punch you, and you'll punch right back in. Okay. Perfect. No doubt, no doubt. So, how have your week been so far? It has been great. Um, amazing. I've been working on, I'm working on this project. I'm launching the first tantric shamanic festival in Florida. So I'm working oh. with all the behind the scenes mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, waivers and legal stuff. So it has been amazing. <laughs> I'm learning okay, no. so much stuff. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. So, so tell us about it. Tell us about your project. Tell us about your project. So I'm organizing, I would say, the first um, bilingual mm -hmm. uh, Spanish and English uh, Tantric Shamanic Festival here in Florida, which is going to okay. happen in January 2022. Okay. So I'm excited about that. And it has been interesting because, it, it, you know, it's like, it feels like we we need, like, it feels like we all as a collective, we like, we're ready to to liberate ourselves in a deeper way than before. Yeah, yeah because um, mental health has been more of a topic in this day and age than it's ever been before. You know? Correct. Um, with the pandemic, with um, the different things that have been going on in the world or what have you. So explain what, what, what pronounce it again, you said transgender, say it again. Uh, it's a tantric shamanic uh, festival. Okay, tantric. It's, what did tantric mean? If you don't mind me asking. Oh, it comes from like tantra. Tantra, uh, tantra oh. is like the Sanskrit word for tantra is weaving. So mm -hmm. it's the aspect of like many people that are curious about tantra is because they decide to explore more about the intimacy and how to create incredible orgasmic experience in their life, not just in the physical realm, but also in a in the spiritual uh, with their partner, with, with themselves first, and then also to explore that with their partner. So it can mm -hmm. help people to connect at a deeper level that is not just physical on the surface. It's like a deep connection. The one connection that you, you want to feel like, or you decide to feel like you are connecting with that divine within you and the divine within your partner. Mm-hmm. See, yeah, people, what you just heard is normally y'all used to me talking about adult film and the business. Oh, we switched it up today. How y'all doing? Welcome to Special Smoke. This is the episodes where I do special, you know, interviews and and discuss certain topics that I probably won't normally do on my normal show. And of course, you know who I am. I'm Kevin R. The Southern Champ. You know what to do. Go to allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star to find my social media links, my music links, as well as my porn links. You already know we're sponsored by lsworld.com, the Facebook of the LS community, and we're a proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. And you also know every Monday, every Monday, Monday Night Smoke on K97 FM. You can hear me and a smoke buddy chop it up about the business. So with that being said, I'm going to sit back and let this lovely, intelligent, and very deep and sensual lady introduce herself. Go ahead. Thank you. So I am Lucia Gabriela. I will say that 
I am I'm known for being a relationship and intimacy coach. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm a tantra facilitator, a kink mm-hmm. BDSM coach, mm-hmm. uh, and also therapeutic kink uh, practitioner. Mm-hmm. And with all the titles there, the core of my work is helping individuals to connect deeply with themselves, with connect with their body, connect with their voice, with their power, and awaken all those parts of themselves that have kept them stuck from living the life that they truly desire. And especially with the loved ones, with the intimate mm-hmm. partners and with their children as well. So mm-hmm. my work is about liberation and, you know, reclamation of a bliss and a joy in our life. Mm-hmm. Okay, most definitely. So let's go back. When did you start on this journey? Because as you know, with, with podcasts, YouTubers, people like me and you, we're here to educate. We're here to teach. So when did you decide to become the teacher? Mm. Well, I started with my journey of like healing, I would say cancer in a very holistic, homeopathic way at the age of 15. So it has been a journey of over 25 years now. Yeah, I'm outing outing myself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hey, 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 boo, you, 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 you looking good. I I wouldn't even guess your age. If I did guess, I probably would guess wrong and guess wrong youngly. You feel me? But go ahead. (laughs) And I also love to say my age because believe it or not, like when we are connected with ourselves, uh, a body is going to show it. So it's like a a face is going to show it. But Mm -hmm. anyway, I started at a young age um, because I would say cancer led me to explore Tantra and more of the shamanic practices. Mm -hmm. I am from Ecuador. So even though that I grew up in Ecuador and also with shamanic principles, because my mom always has shamans around. Mm-hmm. When I, broke, uh, I experienced cancer, I knew that I created it myself. Like from the moment mm-hmm. that I, I, I have the pain to go into, it was an appendix. That's where they discovered that I had cancer because of an appendix. And mm-hmm. um, I knew that I did it myself because I was suicidal for 10 years. I did not want to live. I did not want to mm-hmm. sit. I did not like my body. I did not love myself. I did not want it to be here. I did not want it to belong here. Or I didn't mm-hmm. even belong here. I felt like I didn't belong here. So mm-hmm. I was telling myself all these things as a child. And unfortunately, you know, they were not corrected by my parents because my parents didn't know. I kept it quiet mm-hmm. for so long. Um, yes. So that's when, like, when my parents hear my story, they're like shocked and they're like, "Well, but you used to be a, you, you were a happy girl." And I was like, "Yeah, you're happy on the outside because you had to make it look that it's all good, but in the mm-hmm. inside, you're like rotten, right?" So, mm-hmm. and sometimes I, I, we just and sometimes we don't want to tell our parents because we don't want our parents to worry. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And I already, you know, I was growing up in an abusive home anyway, with my my dad being abusive to my mom. So yeah. I already having like what I call it the secondhand uh, emotional abuse. Yeah, I know about that. I was watching, observing, and, and like I was receiving and being such an empathy empathist I am. So I was like mm-hmm. feeling everything. So anyway, long story short, uh, cancer recovering, like like healing cancer. Led me to study uh, Tantra, Kama Sutra, sacred sexuality, and all these esoteric, metaphysical um, mm-hmm. teachings. And mm-hmm. that led me to a journey of like deep healing, deep transformation, like alchemy, 
Uh, mm -hmm. And also to a journey of like radical self-responsibility and self-love. Mm -hmm. You know, I took responsibility for my life. I knew that when the doctor said to my mom, like they told my family that I was very blessed and lucky that they won the lotto because if I didn't have appendix, they would have, you know, I would have been dead in less than five years. So yeah. my parents well, couldn't believe you. that. Yes. I, and I tell you that when they wanted me to go through surgery and remove half of my intestines, my, my, um, part, my gallbladder, part of my liver, and all that right side of my, my organs, mm -hmm. uh, I said no. I said mm -hmm. no because I knew that I created it. And I told the doctor, I was 15, 16 years old, and I told the doctor that I created it, I'm, I'm going to heal it. Mm -hmm. So I already have like this homeopathic background with my 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 uh, at home, and my parents even questioned my doctors like we're doing home holistic homeopathic medicine since I was born, right? Like how it is that a child is sick and has cancer? How, how is this possible? You know, like mm -hmm. we're eating a healthy diet, healthy food, like environment in Ecuador, you know, twenty five mm -hmm. years ago, clean, nice. You know, how mm -hmm. is this possible? And you know, long to be told, it's like, hey, it, it, the mo I knew it was the emotional abuse that I was doing to myself. Mm -hmm. Not that what it was being done to me, but it was I was doing it to myself. Mm -hmm. So I took responsibility for it, and I went into the journey of exploring more about going deeper within myself. That's what I call tantra, the path of the the journey of mm -hmm. of alchemy transformation, the path of fire. Is that is that path that that burns burns deep? what mm -hmm. is not us it's not what we're meant to be like it burns it right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. destroy and uncreate it and give it opportunity to from the ashes to awaken the amazing phoenix right so mm -hmm. that's that's how been my journey um a while <laughs> yeah because it's like people don't realize that sometimes we can cause our own sickness through stress through anxiety and through a lot of things. And, and it's important to heal and people don't allow themselves to heal. Like even with my situation, um, because I retired from adult film and people don't realize that when you retire from something, you're literally changing your whole life and you have to allow your soul and your body to heal for, with, with that change and to become at peace with the change. You feel what I'm saying? Can you speak to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah is is when it comes to the healing, it's about surrendering, mm -hmm. surrendering to to the trust within ourselves and the trust of the universe that a universe, they, you know, whatever we believe, God, source, universe, mm -hmm. um, is actually it has our back, right? Like that has yeah. that surrendering experience, like you know, in the kink BDSM dynamic, we talk about subspace, like. In the yoga, Ayurveda, medicine, you know, medicine, or even like meditation, we talk about like being on the, on the, on the meditation state, right? Like it's like going to that. And what does that do? It's like, it's about connecting at a deeper level with infinity within ourselves, mm -hmm. with that power, that infinity power within ourselves, and and that's what surrendering is. And it's like when we go into the journeys that we have gone through, mm -hmm. one of the beautiful things to remind ourselves is that. Everything is a contrast. So, you know, as much pain as we're going to explore and experience in life, it's going to be the same amount of joy and glory that we're going to experience in our life. It will give ourselves permission to and we surrender to mm -hmm. the to the contrast 
that it, it's like a natural law. Mm-hmm. That's what you're saying. So now I was listening to like some of your videos and you talk about orgasms. Mm-hmm. And when you speak upon orgasms, so people understand, she don't speak upon on the physical realm of it. She speaks upon the mental realm of it. Can you expound on that? Yeah. Thank you for pointing that out. I I personally love to speak more of the power of orgasm and the creation that we can come from from it and just uh, the clinical, scientific um, aspect, of, even biological aspect of it. Because mm. even though that we, we release so many uh, beautiful neurochemicals in our body through orgasm that can be very healing and, uh, you know, mm. the oxytocin and the serotonin and um, all the organs other amazing neurochemicals is is orgasm i feel it is at a spiritual emotional psychological realm in this mm-hmm. it, it's an expansion of infinity of ourselves it's the expansion so you know when we tap into the physical orgasm it's last like what quarter of a second it's like so quick right mm-hmm. so when we tap into the extension, the expansion of that physical orgasm, and we tap into the energetic field that is expanding within us and expanding through us and through our space and our, our, you know, wherever we are, like our location, mm-hmm. we can actually feel that we are connected. Mm-hmm. with infinity with source that we all are one in a sense like there's no mm-hmm. when we tap into that the power of orgasm we there's no division it's all about oneness it's that oneness that we all look for it's that oneness mm-hmm. that we all crave for at a core of our being we crave to be in that oneness because at that core we are wanted accepted appreciated adored mm-hmm. as divine beings that we are mm-hmm. so the power of being in that energetic feel of expansion is where we actually can tap into manifestation we can tap into creation and attraction of our desires so you know in the law of attraction we talk about like you know energy follow thought so if we are in immersed in this amazing incredible orgasmic energetic feel that is is connected that is grounded that is infinite that is that is is allowing us to show the possibilities of of us as 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 creators that we are when we put our intention of focus for healing for abundance for vitality all of that is going to be manifested now, mm-hmm. the thing is, it's going to be important for us to learn to surrender, to, um, to, to receive that manifestation, to surrender to the manifestation itself. Mm-hmm. And orgasm, the energy of orgasm, the experience of orgasm, even in the physical realm, but when we go into the emotional, psychological, physical, energetic realms of it, uh, it's about surrendering, letting go, and trusting within self and our divinity. Mm-hmm. You know, the reason why many times we have issues with experiencing orgasms in the physical level is mm-hmm. because we're not experiencing that expansion, that surrendering, uh, the psychological, mental, um, the emotional, the energetic realm before it manifested in the physical. So if mm-hmm. it's not happening here, we're not allowing ourselves here, we're not allowing ourselves in the physical body to experience that. 
And that's part of the reason why a lot of girls don't experience orgasms. I feel like I would say that I feel like we're having a hard time to rendering and trusting and believing in the field that we are experiencing lovemaking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, many times we have what happened, you, you know, when I talk about the energy, you know, in the King BDSM dynamic, we talk about the dominant and submissive, right? But I go deeper mm-hmm. with that. I go with the energy, dominant energy and submissive energy. So mm-hmm. one of the roles about dominant is uh, the dominant energy is pretty much to be the authority, the leadership and the confidence, right? Like it's very confident, very secure, very grounded. Mm-hmm. And for the surrendering energy, to be able to be in full manifestation of surrendering, in a, the dominant energy must be in congruence with all of it. So mm-hmm. as a dominant, right, like individual, if mm-hmm. I am not in congruence with my dominant energy, the person that I am with may not be able to surrender fully. And that's mm-hmm. what I feel like when I come to orgasm, it's about surrendering to the expansion within ourselves. Mm-hmm. So if I'm having, if I, at a very deep level, this is what I find on an energetic level. I find that if I'm having a very hard time surrendering um, and trusting to myself and trusting in the space that it's been created for my lovemaking experience is is safe mm-hmm. and secure, I'm going to have a hard time orgasm because I'm not going to be mm-hmm. able to surrender to the expansion of my infinity. Mm-hmm. You know, I may want to fake it or I may want to, you know, like uh, um, just get over it right and mm. i may i may force myself and this mm. is the thing that i hear a lot many times when i even work mm. with couples is that sometimes you know the partners feels more comfortable masturbating themselves even with a partner next to it uh because mm. they want to have control over it because they mm. want to have control over their own orgasm and their own experience mm. their own surrendering mm-hmm. so there's so many i would say like there's so many reasons why many times we don't experience orgasms mm-hmm. Most definitely. Because what people don't realize is that sex is more mental than it's ever is physical. Um, because even in my business of adult film, if a guy's mind right, his spirit is not right, he's not going to perform right on camera. Um, he may not keep it hard or what have you. Um, what's some of the suggestions that you can make to people to you know, help them mentally free themselves, relax themselves so they can experience the 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 experience emotionally, mentally, and, and get the best out of it. I would say that the first thing that comes to me is connecting with ourselves and our generals. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I, I see a lot, especially with women, um, is that men usually that you know we have the penis, the cock, what we call yeah. it, right? <laughs> and believe it or not, many times men are not even connected with their own cock. They mm-hmm. see it as an external part of their body, like it's there. They don't have a communication uh, with the cock. They don't have that sense of connection. Okay, okay, have... okay, okay, then expound on that. Expound, expound on, on that. that. So, expound on that. So one of the things that I see when I work with men is, especially when they're having a problem with ED, erectile dysfunction, or any kind of like a sexual problem with the, the cock, is because there, there had been a disconnection between them and the cock. And the cock has become like 
uh, a dildo that you put on. It's something that is there, but it's, you don't have that connection with it. Connection meaning like I'm not fully present with my cock. I am not fully aware of the power. I'm not fully conscious of 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 that is it's all part of me it's like mm-hmm. even as humans we're not even connected with our toe or left toe or right toe right it's like we we mm-hmm. we don't have that sense of like consciousness where we're like i am connected my body's connected mm-hmm. and for abc reason we can't disconnect that and so when it comes to our genitals we have such a disconnection with uh, our cock as men, right? Like, yeah. And I tell you how many times men don't even know how to make love to themselves on the cock because they, when it comes to masturbation, they just grab their hand, especially the right hand or the left uh-huh. hand or the left, and they just go stroke, stroke, stroke. And like, what are you stroking for? You know, it's like they, they don't, many men don't have the understanding that they're even the semen is secret. The semen is mm-hmm. secret. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's not secret it's sacred yeah. the semen is sacred it's divine it's created it's it, it has so much energy in it mm-hmm. it's like when we look at the mitochondria that our cells has like has intensity of energy you know the sperm also has that intensity of energy that it is about power that's where mm-hmm. a power is so if we're not connected to our cock when we touch and when we care it, and when we like loving it, and when we talk to it, when we like, it's the part of ourselves. It's, it's like it's a, mm-hmm. it's a leading force, and we connect mm-hmm. with the semen. We're gonna have issues. We're not gonna be mm-hmm. fully connected through sex. So if we don't have that yeah. level of connection with our own body, our own genitals, imagine we're not gonna have connection with a partner, and either with a partner's genitals or pussy. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to us women, you believe it or not, I have mm-hmm. let many. Uh, central retreat for women mm. and the interesting thing is that we usually do the vulva or the mm. pussy um the pussy painting right like the art yeah. the pussy art and okay. what it does is like you have no idea how many women and i would say like over the age of 40 mm. have not actually even seen their vagina they have not mm. even looked at vagina in the mirror and they have such a shame about the vagina because yeah. usually in porn, you know, the women in porn are young, you know, yeah. maybe they may not have kids. They may not have like have, you know, maybe they have new into industry. They have beautiful mm. vaginas and pussies and like they have beautiful lips. And also they get maybe some surgery done around it and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and what happened is that women have a misconception that when they see the, what we call the, the, the vagina lips, right? When we see the mm-hmm. lips are like bigger and some of them are rosy, like rose color, yeah. darker color, like some are even are black, some are even like mm-hmm. purple colors. Women get disgusted by it. They're like, oh my God, that's horrible. And especially when it comes to the sex, you know, the fluid of women, right? Like the, yeah. the white fluid that comes from a vagina, we're like, you know, and you smell this and you smell that. And it is, all the smell, even with semen, like when you mm-hmm. taste semen, is all mm-hmm. around your diet. It has yeah. nothing to do, like, you know, how, of anything about you. It's just about what you eat. It's actually going to come out. Yeah. And you're going you're gonna to smell and you're going to taste it, period, right? Yeah. So, so women have this, this connection with their vagina, with the yoni, like we call it, with the pussy, right? I love to call yeah. it pussy because it has that power to it. Yeah, she's going to sit it on this show so she can say what she wants. But go ahead. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's like when we have that connection with Apuji and we actually can talk and we can communicate mm-hmm. and we can actually understand what my Apuji wants. Mm-hmm. Is really yeah. powerful and empowering. And I, I believe that, you know, when we at that level of connection, I can understand how to please my pussy, how to make love to my pussy, and mm-hmm. how to experience orgasms. Mm-hmm. Because you please yourself. Yeah, because if you're able to please yourself, you're able to please others. Because well, it begins with self-love. You feel what it, I'm saying? It's, it starts with connecting and knowing what love is. You know, okay. like one of the things that like a lot of people, one of the things I'm teaching lately because I'm developing a, a program is that many people talk about love. Like it is like a fairy tale, like a yeah. cloud that is out there, like love, self-love. Mm-hmm. It's like it looks like something out there. And mm-hmm. when I come to love, I like to bring it to the practical aspect of it. So I call it practical love. And for me, practical love is about connection, present, and focus. Because mm-hmm. when I'm connected, when I have that desire of feeling connected, when I'm fully present, that's where like Tantra also comes into place because Tantra mm-hmm. is about that level of connection and presence. Mm-hmm. So when I'm fully present with, with myself and connected, and also I'm like giving my full attention to myself, mm-hmm. like I see myself as important. I see myself as like significant and that I matter. Mm-hmm. That's when experiencing love. That's when I'm going to make decisions to make choices in my life coming from a place of love because I'm mm-hmm. connected with myself. I'm connected with my body. I'm connected with my emotion. I'm connecting with my voice. I'm connected with mm-hmm. my mind. I'm connecting with my energy. I'm connected with my sexuality. And then I'm fully present in all aspects of myself. I'm not hiding back. I'm not holding mm-hmm. back. I'm present with what it is in the moment. I'm not mm-hmm. making it worse than what it is. I'm actually here. I'm here for all of those parts of me, for all mm-hmm. the beautiful, sexy parts of me, to the even virgin mm-hmm. parts of me, to the parts of me that are about, you know, like the cold shadow, my darkness, or my evil parts of myself. Mm-hmm. I'm fully present for me. And I'm like, can I make myself important and significant? And I respect myself for that. That's what to me is self-love. Mm. See, see, people, though I say, I can't do shows on deeper meanings, people, on deeper levels. <laughs> That's why I would interview you. <laughs> because here's a question I want to ask. Because then we always talk about cheating, right? How much, if I put it this way, when a person cheats, because because I always feel, and it's just my theory, that they mentally check out first before they check out physically. How much of it is lack of healing, lack of knowing thyself, the blame? Repeat that question again. When someone, they say, Commits infidelity, they cheat or what have you. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, um, well, men—they always say men and women are different. We, but I don't feel like going into all that. How much of it is it lack of knowing thyself and lack of self-healing went into into that happening? Yes, awesome question. Thank you for that. So, cheating. How does that feel in the body? And and I'm always going to like how that feels in my body, right? Mm-hmm. And to me, cheating is about that deeper disconnection with myself as well. So, mm-hmm. and also not knowing 
there's different elements that lead to cheating. I, I don't know who I am. I don't mm. know what I want in my life. I don't know what I actually need in my life. I don't know what parts of me are strong in my life or weak in my life that, you know, we're talking about archetypes, what it's called about the, the part of myself. Mm-hmm. And all the thing is like, I have to ask myself the question if my need and desire are being met. And mm-hmm. if I'm conscious and aware of that, if I'm not conscious and aware of that, how it is that I'm, I'm fulfilling those needs and desires? And even if I'm conscious, how it is that I'm like fulfilling and, and those needs and desires? Because one of the things that happen with cheating is that there may be some part of ourselves that are not being met. Mm-hmm. And we check out because we, you know, we don't feel that we maybe don't feel like we are valuable, that we're important, that we're significant to a beloved. And, and then we check out because like, well, this person is not providing what I need. So I'm mm-hmm. going to go look for somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Right. There's something like there's the dynamic of like a is like I don't know what I need. I don't know how to express it and I'm not even communicating it. And though the biggest thing about cheating is fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, because fear comes into place when it comes to cheating because we are free to share and express our desires and our mm-hmm. fantasies and our lust. Mm-hmm. So many things when I when I'm working with cheating dynamic is that we have to come into understanding like uh, was I able to express my desires and my fantasies mm-hmm. and what I receive in a way that is grounding and healing and loving or I would receive with with punishment with shame with judgment with guilt with manipulation mm-hmm. so it's like many times i feel like cheating is is the symptom of what is actually happening this cheating is a symptom of what mm-hmm. actually is happening at the deeper level within ourselves mm-hmm. so it's kind of like the person the cheater is projecting their issues with the cheat you know, I believe that there is a, they take two to for tango, right? And if yeah. everything has a, a, you know, we're not creating everything on ourselves. And I don't come from a place of like a victim and disempowered dynamics. Mm-hmm. I come from a place of like, okay, when we come together, we're going to take radical full responsibility for emotions or feelings or actions or thoughts mm-hmm. or belief and everything, right? Mm-hmm. So I come from a place that I invite individuals to take responsibility for what it is there to take and not mm-hmm. take responsibility for what is not there. So mm-hmm. when it comes to cheating, when it comes to dynamic, it's going to it take two people in a dynamic. And sometimes, mm-hmm. yeah, one person didn't do anything, but maybe at a subconscious level, something happened that it was not communicated. And one mm-hmm. of the things about cheating, the major thing about cheating that I, I look at is that the boundaries were not clearly communicated mm-hmm. because many times they didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. So it is a really, um, it is that cheating, I would say, is a beautiful, blissful symptom that allows us to see that we have to do a lot of deeper work within ourselves. Yes. And why is people afraid to do the work for themselves? Do the work on themselves? Because it's not fucking easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the yes. truth. Yes, it's because it's hard to look in the mirror. 
It is it's so, hard to look in the mirror. It is so hard to be radical, responsible for ourselves and for our life, for everything. It's easy to point out the finger and blame everybody outside of us mm-hmm. because we're not taking responsibility. It's so easy to tell other people that they are at fault and ask coming out to us and say like, hey, uh, those six fingers that I pointed out, you actually, there are 12 coming back at me, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, it, it's like also, it is, it is, it really, people don't like it because we have to look at our darkness. Mm-hmm. We, and this is the love, this is the, what, if something you're going to tell me about, like, Lucia, what keep you, mm-hmm. turn, what turns you on and what give you the great orgasm ever? It's mm-hmm. like, to me, it's like going deeper into understanding my, my darkness and my shadows. I love to play in that field because mm-hmm. it's like, there's nothing more delicious to, uh, than to know yourself and your darkness because the more you you recognize and you appreciate and you value and you you embrace your darkness the more empathy the more compassion the more love the more connection mm-hmm. you're going to be able to feel for others outside of you yeah because i think like, like i was saying earlier in the show is that i noticed just on a whole not just on the sex and what we call it that people are now starting to pay attention to the mental health aspect of everything and and um i want i'm going to ask you this and i want you to explain it because like i said we're watching your videos like i said you talk about healing and how orgasms can be healing you know what i'm saying uh one video in particular i was watching you was moving your hand up and down over this this guy and you was mm-hmm. making him have an orgasm with energy i guess transfer i guess i, I would kind of liken it to that per se can you explain what you were doing in that video and explaining how orgasms can be healing it mentally yeah. and emotionally all that Go ahead. yeah so that's called a full energetic body orgasms Okay. And what it does is that it's like we are in this field where, um, A, the person who is surrendering, the person on the table, uh, on mm-hmm. the mat, is actually surrendering to open up even more their portals of energy. If they're open to move the energy. And mm-hmm. as a facilitator, as a, because the two roles that I can play, the facilitator or the lover, right? Or, or like mm-hmm. a playtime. So I can facilitate or I can play with it. Mm-hmm. So as a facilitator, it's for me to hold the space for this, per, this person to trust themselves and their journey of awakening more into the energy. And like, and just with my hands um, above their body, not even touching their body, I can help to... Oh with my hand and move and and they can actually open up more into the energetic field so this is happening at an energetic level mm-hmm. so if i was and you know and i'm not interacting from a place of play i'm interacting from a place of like holding space for this person and their journey if mm-hmm. i was playing with my partner then i am now i'm playing now i'm moving my energy and they're moving their energy now we're playing with the energy and now we like we can um move our energy back and forth now we can like we talk about uh fusing merging we can like play together it's like it's like mm-hmm. this fun dynamic that happens in in like it's hard to explain with word but it actually it's something that mm-hmm. you can actually can feel it like you can feel mm-hmm. when somebody's like playing with you and when you mm-hmm. do it like as a facilitator i do it just hold the space i'm grounded i'm not playing i'm my energy is all about like leading put it this way Helping mm-hmm. to lead and guide the energy in different directions. Mm-hmm. 
So it, it, and that happens. And the reason I say like many people, when we started this, um, even when I started in this uh, awakening and expensive of my orgasmic energy, at the beginning, sometimes you don't feel anything. And mm-hmm. I explain in the video, it's okay. It's okay mm-hmm. you don't feel anything. Because one of the things that I say is like, it is not the facilitator or the player that the person who's playing with you, that it actually is, is in power because we all are in the power. What mm-hmm. happens is that the more you open, the more you, you, the more you have addressed and heal aspect of your life, the more open you're going to be to move the energy. Mm-hmm. If, you have, if you feel stuck and you're stuck in your sexuality, you may have a hard time feeling the sexual energy moving through you. And if you feel stuck in your heart or in your power or in your voice, you're also going to have a hard time feeling the energy moving through your body. So the beautiful journey about uh, full body energetic orgasm is that journey of healing, of like unblocking, awakening, unleashing, mm. you know, the these blocks, this trauma, this karma, this drama that we may be carrying on our body. And when mm. we let go, we can unleash this energy and we can start letting let it open and move. And mm. the people next to us can feel that energy. Because as you know, dominant energy is always going to be dominant. So if your energy is going to be so beautifully dominant from the inside outward, and you're going to be able to feel it and experience it with other people. And then there's like a whole dynamic of play that can happen, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what you will feel like people have such a great energy when they walk into a room or when they have like such a sucking energy when they walk into the room. Because you can mm-hmm. feel if that like the energy is flowing and moving. Mm. So how much open can you be in your mind, in your heart, in your body, in your pussy, in your cock, you know, in your toes? How much open can you be to allow yourself to experience that energy, that flow of energy through you? How much open? So that's one of the things that I love to bring into into those dynamics because the more we say yes, yes to myself, yes to my body, yes to my power, yes to my voice, yes to my pussy, yes to my cock, yes to all my desires and all my fantasies, all my dreams, and all my manifestations, like all of these that I um yes to me. Mm. So the question is which is more powerful, the mental orgasm or the physical? I would say from my experience, the one that lasts the yeah. longer uh, is the energetic orgasm. And I would say yeah. that the most powerful, I would say that because I'm like about surrendering, I would say the energetic mm. is that I'm, it's a lot more, let's put it this way. I wouldn't call it powerful because both are. Mm-hmm. Um, which one is the one that um, that is like, is even more creative more uh lasting mm-hmm. would be the energetic one yeah because it's it's more on the mental level and and the spiritual it's not you know, just but... mental but also it's uh, an emotional remember emotion mm-hmm. is energy emotion and a mental yeah. when it comes to mental rem- yeah it is energy but you know when it comes to mental energy is more of that um are we clear or mm-hmm. we're stuck in, in our mental energy and our thoughts. Like when it comes to mm-hmm. mental energy, it's more about also the belief system. So that's what is going to mm-hmm. be important. So when we tap into that energetic orgasm, a, a mm-hmm. mindset 
has to align with the creative that we are. Okay. Is there such thing as a spiritual orgasm? I would say that the moment that we start experiencing an energetic orgasm, it goes, it covers all of the realms. Because, okay. you know, all the realms of energy, we are energetic beings. So, and also I would say that it, it's also up to us, our intention to it. Right, because the moment that we tap into that energetic orgasm, become a spiritual, and the reason we become a spiritual, it, it you know it becomes emotional, mental, and spiritual, and all of it. It's because mental is because we're working with like our you know what are the belief, what are the mindset, what is the power we believing in our power. Mm-hmm. Emotional, are we clearing you know all this energy, all these uh, emotions out of our system, and it's spiritual because uh, are we connecting with our divinity. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, a speech which to me is about connecting with the divine within myself. Now, the question I'm going to ask you, all right, let's go to the so-called slut, the so-called hoe. Now, I was taught this, you know, we, we, we old school. We Some of you millennials don't ever hear shit like this from grandma and mama and big ma and all that. They're part of the reason why, always the theory of why women is different when women cheat what have you because they were saying that when her pussy men leaves a piece of their soul in a woman every time they have sex or a woman leave a piece where i'm pretty sure you heard the the terminology or what have you what do you think of that and do you do you think people are wrong to make it seem wholeness or slutness to be negative Okay, so I think like that's two questions, correct? One of yeah. the, I believe, is are we living something of us with our partners when we have sex, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Okay, I do believe that when we are exchanging, that's what I call the word change. <laughs> yeah. We are like, we are exchanging parts of ourselves with our partners. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I have witnessed even with myself is that in the physical, in the physical realm, Yes, we're not just exchanging fluid, but also we're exchanging some aspect of like our uh, of who we are in a being like, you know, at the DNA level, they have talked about like, you know, um, the semen of a man actually can be deposited in the woman's vagina and you can actually it, it kind of like kind of like a kind of like that modifying some aspect of her, but, you know, of, of her mm-hmm. being like that. So there are there are conversations about that, like some like, you know. Uh, read about that which i resonate with the sense of like you know you know have you ever heard have you ever heard of the stories like sometimes like after a couple of years the men the, the the husband and the wife they start looking alike yeah yeah, yeah, alike. yeah 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 so i i I believe that because we are exchanging all of a sudden we start becoming like we start becoming one right like so I do believe that we are when we interact sexually with our partners we do live something in them about us Uh right so that's up to us to say like we live in something good or we live in something like negative right like what it is that we live in but uh, we do, I do believe that we do leave a trait behind us, and not just physically, but also energetically, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I, sometimes, unfortunately, some people leave some uh, cord, energetic cord attached to the the, the sex partners, okay. which is not a healthy thing. And one of the things I do the most when we do sexual healing is to destroy and create all those cords of all the mm-hmm. partners, sexual partners that we have had, mm-hmm. because... Um, 
when it comes to attachments, it can be about like the intention of keeping connected with that person and, and also aspect of manipulation that can be connected to those individuals. So really important to destroy and create all those cords Mm-hmm. to the ground and uh, to liberate ourselves from the energetic attachment that we, sexual attachment that we had with sexual partners. Mm-hmm. Now, slot and hole. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that I used to get triggered if somebody would call me a slut, especially my ex-husband, right? Like mm-hmm. I would just want to punch him in the face if he ever called me a slut or mm-hmm. a hoe. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you that even like in the realm of work I have done, like I had been even like, you know, accused of prostitution or accused of, of child sex exploitation mm-hmm. be- from my ex-husband, even in court, you know, the court. Oh, at point, Yeah, in court, like all of a sudden he came with accusations when we were doing parenting stuff. Long story short, you know, after an hour of accusing yeah. me on a stand, the judge come to me and said, like, do you sell your sex, you know, your body for sex, <laughs> right? And I'm like, no, I, I don't <laughs> do that. Um, you know, I don't have nothing against sex work or mm-hmm. any of that because it's like there's power in everything that we do. Unfortunately, yeah. when we, we shame and we judge Mm-hmm. you know sexual power that is about liberation mm-hmm. um you know it, it's it's just it's just not productive for any of us so when it comes to the word ho and lot i have come to actually call in the parts of me that are the ho and the slot mm-hmm. and i'm fine with it like mm-hmm. i embrace it and sometimes i even bring it to the bedroom yeah <laughs> Because, because there's a thing. It's like mm-hmm. let me let me tell you this. Like there's a thing. Like I don't let the power, the the word define me. Mm-hmm. I define the freaking word. Okay. Yeah. Like I don't let anybody define me. I mm-hmm. define myself. So if I give the power, mm-hmm. if I get upset and and triggered because somebody called me a hoe. Yeah. I'm giving power to them because I'm, I'm I've been triggered by it. They already won yeah. the battle. Yeah, they because right. because to me it's like this. This is how I always looked at it. That a woman that knows herself is a sexy thing because for me and ladies that I've talked to, even they got into the adult film industry, they got into the adult film industry probably like right after they, some of them was divorced or what have you, especially when they've been divorced. And they became liberated. You feel what I'm coming from? And confident in themselves and their sexuality. And from the generation we come from, this is a breath of fresh air because we was taught to suppress ours. You know what I'm saying? You know, period. And to me, and I want you to speak to this, it feels like society is scared of the sexually liberated woman. Seems to me, because it's like they shun ladies that are sexually liberated and are open about it. You feel what I'm coming from? Yes, I feel like, you know, I feel like, People are being shamed by everything. 
<laughs> so true. I swear. <laughs> People are judged by everything. Yeah. I think like the blessing this guy of this pandemic is that actually showing us our true darkness and our true shadows. Yeah. Um, because if we were judgmental in the past and we keep it in the secret now we have the damn reason skewed to judge other people that they're not in agreement with our our views right mm-hmm. like if somebody have a reason to uh take care of themselves in the whole way in, in their own way their health than our way like we're judging mm-hmm. and we're shaming and we're pointing mm-hmm. our finger and we're accusing and we're segregating and we're dividing and we did that all that bullshit mm-hmm. and i feel that I feel that is is you know it when we not just women but men and women when we mm-hmm. really recognize the power that we are and embrace our shadows and the darkness and the parts of ourselves that we are afraid of because mm-hmm. people talk about their fears people project their fears upon others yeah. so if somebody called me a hoe and slide because that person is so fucking afraid to actually even welcome that sexual ah yeah you know warrior sexual goddess slide that love to just explore sexuality mm-hmm. in a way that is like yummy delicious and I'm trying at one point even careless and you know mm-hmm. it's like just want to enjoy it and have that that liberation of it you know mm-hmm. it, it, it's like so it, it's it's just I think it's like just a mind game for mm-hmm. uh for ourselves to to get hooked into you know giving ourselves mm-hmm. um giving a giving permission to the world to define us mm-hmm. and I, I'll tell you that the beautiful thing about embracing our slut and our, you know, even a whore and even like a prostitute and all those, all those amazing archetypes. And, and the beautiful thing about embracing all those parts is that I can use those parts of myself the way that it pleases me. Yes. They are not, they, those archetypes, those parts of myself are not doing what they want to feel mm-hmm. liberated because it's like the mm-hmm. monsters in the closet. They're going to come mm-hmm. out, right? That, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, all these politicians that we talk about, right? Yeah. They're like fucking saints, right? And the covers, right? Like a fucking, you know, saint, New York Time magazine, this one, honors, honors. And they're like, what? In the shadow, they're like fucking being like sexual predators. They are yeah. like high end prostitution, prostitute. They're doing all these bullshit in the shadow. Yeah. Because the, the people that point the finger the most, they're the freakiest people. Yeah. You know, period. It, it's it's because even to the point that uh well one of the, the, the senators in, in Florida, this dude was literally commandeering girls on that day, <laughs> was flying girls in, him and his homeboys, so they could have a sex field escapade. But at the same token, they they the first to sit here talk about some. No, there should not be no abortion. Abortion is legal, but dude, you plugging up these young girls though, who ain't ready to have kids. You know what I'm saying? It's like to me, I think a lot of the issues in the world, especially on wait, wait, when it comes to sex, when it comes to all that, is that people just don't want to admit they're freaks. They just don't want to admit that they are sexual creatures they enjoy sex they love sex they have fetishes they have fantasies it's like it i always said this is i always said it's normalized to watch it not normalized to have a career in it. 
or to talk about it or to discuss it or to feel liberated mm-hmm. by it, you know? And, and to me, even with me, I, I felt very liberated when I did porn because I could be as freaky as I want and I ain't had to worry about no judgment. And trust me, I done done some freaky shit in my time. <laughs> because see, a lot of it too is, uh, I, I, one of the biggest mistakes I think girls make when they come into our business, to my business, outside the business, is they walked in already shamed of being in the business. Now, you being one that speaks spiritual and the mental and the energies, please speak to the negative energy of being shamed of something that you do, how it affects you emotionally and mentally. Well, that's that's a big topic. Well, you know, I was watching a porn um, video a while ago, and it was uh, usually I have a, a site that I like to go to that is like mm-hmm. has like had some aspect of tantra and it's a beautiful, it's like it has like the beautiful pictures in there. Like, mm-hmm. so it was very interesting to me that in the video, the girl was showing the masturbation part, it was just herself, it was a porn and a self masturbation thing. So, I was, you know, when I look at porn, I usually I look at it from an educational aspect of it because for many people even in my field the shame porn and I'm like no man I fucking learned how to give a blowjob because I learned from the porn <laughs> at the age of 25 like even when I was with my ex-husband like I didn't know how to give a blowjob and I, I you know my peers of my beauty industry they told me like hey let's watch some porn so you can get some like tips on that and I took porn as my study uh, field mm-hmm. and I tell you that it is beautiful gorgeous girl was masturbating herself and i was looking at her and guess what happened like she covered herself when she was pressuring herself like she mm-hmm. had the blanket on you know on top of her like the sheet she was like she was masturbating mm-hmm. so the video was looking at her like experiencing the orgasm through her eyes and through her nipples and just like that but she was uh but she covered her genital when she was masturbating Mm-hmm. because she was very uncomfortable and it was it, i believe it was her first time experiencing like a first time uh, doing a, a a video like that like masturbating mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. in her background she comes from the asia background so she bringing these dogma and these you know these bs bullshit <laughs> belief yeah. them, that our sex is not good, that uh, pleasure and, you know, well, sex is not good, but she's in the porn industry. But then mm-hmm. the deeper thing that it was surprising to me it was that the belief system that they have about, especially women in those cultures, is that it's not okay for women to pleasure themselves mm-hmm. because they shame that a lot. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting to see that on camera that this girl was like masturbating herself, but, but she was so ashamed of it that mm-hmm that you can actually feel it. I felt the shame that she was having about doing it. Her, uh, doing it. Mm-hmm. And it may have been liberated in some aspect for her to do it for the first time. Hopefully she keep doing it, but next time she take it off, you know, take the sheet yeah, out of off. it. <laughs> yeah. Take it off. She can actually take it, you know, she can actually be liberated on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it comes to, yeah, when it comes to the shame, it's like shame is one of those energies that is going to keep us trapped 
from experiencing orgasm, experiencing life, experiencing bliss, and experiencing abundance in our life. Because let me tell you this, we want to go into the esoteric realm of uh, the, the esoteric uh, symbolism of orgasm. To me, mm-hmm. it's abundance. Mm-hmm. To me, orgasm equals abundance. Mm-hmm. When we fully surrender ourselves to experience our orgasm, orgasm, we surrender ourselves to fully experience our abundance in life. Mm. You know, mm. am I saying yes to myself by experiencing this? And not talking about money, I'm talking about abundance, vitality. Am I saying yes to myself to experience this amazing energy that is connecting me with all parts of me, with connecting me with my body, my mind, my heart, my soul, the universe, my my creations? Yes, if it's that is happening, I can feel it through my whole body, through my whole pussy, my whole body. I can feel it through from the from head to toe. I can feel the expansion. I can feel that I cannot even move because I'm immersed in this ocean of an orgasmic energy. Mm-hmm. It's gonna equal to me that I'm gonna give myself permission and I'm gonna do my best to surrender into the ocean of abundance that the universe had in storage for me. Hmm. Yeah, see, that's what we talked about. So, bitch lady, I'm going to have to start to close this out, and we will be bringing her back for other episodes, people, because I want you to get spiritually healed with orgasms. And we're going to talk about a whole bunch of topics, even to the BDSM side of things, because I want people to understand that it is a spiritual and a mental and an emotional aspect to everything that we do. And you have to understand healing. You have to allow yourself to heal. You have to allow yourself to breathe, especially in this day and age from everything that's going on, because sometimes you need to be able to escape and enjoy life and to be able to mentally, mentally and emotionally, because, yeah, the mental health is real, people. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Some of the people that kill themselves, they didn't heal themselves and their pain consumed them. So that's why I do shows like this. So y'all can understand that you need to take time for thyself because if you don't take care of thyself, thyself can't take care of nobody else. You feel what I'm saying, Miss Lady? <laughs> Correct. Anything in closing? Yes. Um... I would say I invite you, every single one of you, to love yourself in any way that you possibly can. It doesn't mean, like, you know, going to the beach and, like, walk on the sand. That means, like, just go outside and, and have your cup of coffee with your favorite delicious um, cream or your favorite delicious pastry. Go for it. It's like there's no judgment and self-love. Yes. And, and just yes. and feel... Feel that love and invite yourself to actually fulfill, fulfill your, yourself with that love. Because I tell you what, once you feel fulfilled with your own love, any other other needs that you may have about like eating or a cigarette or alcohol, any other addiction that we may have, they're not gonna they're not gonna be room for those. Say no more. So, Miss Lady, tell everybody where they can find you. Well, they can find me at com, and you can mm-hmm. and you can go to my Instagram that I keep myself active is Lucia Gabriela Coach. 
So join me there. And I, I have my link there for the festival that I'm organizing for in February, in January, the 27th, from the 27th mm-hmm. to the 30th, the Soul Iluna Tantric Shamanics Festival. If you decide to feel liberated and feel connected uh, and feel also in community, uh, I invite you to join us to this amazing festival that is happening in January 2022. Most definitely. Most definitely. So with that being said, people, you know how we do this. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke this over. Thank you for coming to the lounge. I can't wait to bring you back. Thank you so much.